Support for What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue comes from Seat Freak, the genius way to buy seats to life's everything. From the city bus to your dentist's waiting room, Seat Freak makes sure you always have a prime place to take a load off. There's no better way to say, excuse me lady, I think you're in my seat, than Seat Freak. Save 20% on your daughter's next piano recital when you use the offer code BREEZY. Previously on What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue. Sex should be a misdemeanor. The more I miss, the meaner I get. It's gone. Burned to the ground the very same night that Breezy Blue went missing. Total coincidence, right? <laughs> Super likely. As if time to make America decent again. Witnesses say the car was found overturned. The vulgar nightclub song. <laughs> no body found. No body found. No body. No body. For Midwest of the Americas Radio, I'm Liz Ziegler. Our producer is Glenn Mazera. That's Glenn with two N's. We don't always like the people we have to work with. Ask anyone who ever made a movie with Chevy Chase. No, thank you. I'd rather audition in a lonely hotel room for Steven Seagal. But we do what we have to do. And when Breezy Blue's career took off, she inevitably fell in with some characters who were less than savory. Sure, they were crooks. Not everyone was a crook back then. That's how we do. Once again, we're on the phone with Saul Goldblatt, octogenarian and former manager of Breezy Blue. Octo-what? Breezy was involved with the mob? Well, it sounds so dirty when you say it like that. Besides, it wasn't the mob mob. It was the Korsfjord. Korsfjord. Which means... The Scandinavian mob. So Breezy was involved in organized crime. Well, she did not whack guys, if that's what you're implying. I'm sure she didn't. But was she some sort of, I, I don't know, accomplice? Well, Breezy Blue was like a lot of entertainers back then. You, you sang your song, you cracked your joke, you looked the other way when someone got their knees capped. Doesn't sound entirely innocent. Nothing about Breezy Blue was entirely innocent. Call it guilt by association. Learning more about the Scandinavian mob, or the Korsfjord, is difficult, as they kept a relatively low profile. To the 1960s public, they appeared to be legitimate, fair-haired businessmen, importers of easy-to-assemble furniture and aromatic meatballs. Oh, those meatballs, with the lingonberry jam to die. The Korsfjord stayed out of Vegas and Atlantic City, flashy towns where others had already staked their claim. Instead, they operated a series of swanky nightclubs across Minnesota, Wisconsin, and North Dakota, places too frigid for an FBI agent looking for a cushy assignment. Those were nightclubs. The glamour. We're talking the St. Paul orbit room, the Horizon Gardens at Hector International Airport, Jerry Bjornson's Skyward Supper Club. The clubs operated as a kind of reverse mullet. Party in the front, all business in the back. And the business was gambling. There were dice games. Slot machines that paid out when you got three Braunschweigers. But the big money was betting on the Norwegian ponies. Well, of course, you had to trust the Corsfjord on that one. 
Now you put your 20 bucks on Thorbjorn at the Oslo Downs, and they tell you Luton Tagen wins? Now, it wasn't like you could Google that. You smile and drink your clog if you know what's good for you. The party in the front was hosted by Breezy Blue, a welcome breath of warm, salty air during those cold winter months. How can you tell if a man is sexually excited? He's breathing, honey, he's breathing. A lot of Breezy's comedy classics were recorded in those clubs. That's the good Reverend Screwloose, host of Wacky Wax, the vintage comedy podcast. We're talking underpaid and oversexed. Breezy blows in, behind the button-down blouse. Have you ever dined at the revolting troll in Eau Claire? I'm afraid not. That's where Breezy recorded Battle Hymn of the Boobies. Ladies, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what your boobies can do for your country. Let's march! But these machumbas were made in the U.S. of A. Forever may they wave. These memory glands are Americans born in the home of the brave. These big babaloos love the red, white, and blue. It's time to set them free. Give Americans hope and shake those cantaloupes from sea to sexy Battle him of the boobies. A big number in the clubs, but not one that you could put in the drugstore jukebox. Still, a lot of housewives knew all the words, and it inspired more than patriotism, if you catch my meaning. (laughs) To catch Saul's meaning, we now introduce you to Ingvar Bjorkman, also known as the Big Knubbeg. If I remember from my fifth grade Norwegian lessons, that translates to the Big Chubby. The man liked his lingonberry jam. Blonde, with the borderline obese body of a Viking warrior, the Big Knubbig struck fear into the hearts of Minnesotans who dared cross his path. Let's just say if the Big Knubbig came into your bakery, you gave the man a Kringle. And that's where the trouble started for Breezy Blue. After hearing Battle Hymn of the Boobies, the Big Knubbig decided he had a thing for the saucy songstress. So much so that he booked her in his clubs for four years straight. It was a big break. But that didn't mean she was willing to give up the Kringle. Oh, my sweet schnitzel, come with me to Copenhagen. This schmuck and his comments. Of course, she'd just laugh and smack his face with the feather boa. Wasn't that dangerous? He thought it was adorable, uh, Imagine a gal saying no to the big knubbig. The gall, the chutzpah just made breezy that much more enticing. Here's the good reverend Screwloose. The guy tried everything. Paid her top dollar and delivered a dozen fresh roses to her dressing room before every show. He even bought her a Buick Riviera. The candy apple red Buick Riviera? The same car they found on the side of the cliff when Breezy went missing? Ka-ching! 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 
so a pale-skinned mob boss gives Breezy the car in which she disappears from the face of the earth. Where I come from, that's a little more than suspicious. But it gets worse. Breezy's romantic refusals weren't behind her real trouble with the Big Knubbig. That would come in 1961, when he got a call from this extremely powerful Breezy fan. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. We'll get back to the president, but first, a message from our good friends at Seat Freak. Hey, buddy, I was going to sit there. Aw, man. Tough luck, Glenn. It's my fault. Should have got to the church earlier, I guess. I hear you. And who wants to deal with cutthroat scalpers every time you want a prime pew? Not me is who. So why not let Seat Freak do the scalping for you? It's the smarter way to get your seats for just about anything. But what about crazy fees, big-time hassles, and pushy sales calls from probably not America? Glenn, we're talking about Seat Freak. Just download the free app, then choose your chair. Little League game, coffee shop, or DMV. You'll never be the last man standing. This butt is made for sitting. Save $20 on your next seat with the promo code BREEZY. Then sit back and manspread with Seat Freak. No one loved Battle Him of the Boobies like JFK. The President JFK? Do you know another JFK? And why would JFK call the Big Knubbig? We choose to do the other things because they are hard. To arrange a date, of course. Kennedy was very shy with the ladies. Until he got them into a hotel room with the Secret Service men at the door. Are you telling me Breezy Blue had an affair with JFK? Of course not. She wasn't any more interested in the president than she was the big Knubbig. But this time, the big man wasn't so ready to take no for an answer. We'd like to confirm the details straight from the big Knubbig himself. But he notoriously went down in a battle of Minnesota mobsters some years ago. Local legend has it that he's buried beneath the Mall of America. Glenn was able to track down Ingvar's son, Todd. A lady helped me Google him at the library. Todd Bjorkman sold the family furniture company in the 1990s to start his own business, Denali Outfitters. It's the world's most popular supplier of high-end mountain climbing gear for people who prefer to stay inside. Todd agreed to a phone interview, but only after we promised never to refer to him as the little chubby. How did your father know the president? I wasn't born yet, of course, but I understand they shared mutual interests. Sailboats, custom golf clubs, mistresses. The president helped Papa with various business permissions that had been denied by local law enforcement. In return, Papa gifted him with a dress that, allegedly, belonged to J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover wore... You have to understand. Cross-dressing was frowned upon in intelligence circles. And by frowned upon, I mean taken out to the alley for a severe beating. These business permissions, did they have anything to do with your papa's position with the Korsfjord? Who said papa was associated with the Korsfjord? Wasn't he? 
I can neither confirm nor deny, except to say that our family has largely observed the general intent of the letter of the law. Anything else is rumor and unverified gossip. As far as I know, the Cures Fjord was a social club that celebrated fermented herring, Anita Ekberg, and other elements of Scandinavian culture. That sounds like bullshit. Alleged bullshit. Will you at least admit your papa wasn't happy with Breezy Blue? I can neither confirm nor deny. But if you want my opinion, she had a lot of nerve to skip out on a personal promotion appearance. It was in her contract. And this personal promotion appearance was... In the President's hotel suite. Once again, Saul Goldblatt. That's great, eh, baloney? Breezy Blue showed up right on schedule. I, I dropped her off myself. Then why would little Chubby say she skipped out? Because that's less embarrassing than what really happened. I'm listening. So, Breezy Blue puts on a special show just for the president right in his fancy suite. Man, he's sipping on his champagne and slapping his knee. He's yucking it up. She's doing all of it. It hits. Well, of course, right after she finishes, battle him of the boobies. He asked Breezy to set them free, which admittedly was what the song was advocating. But she didn't want to. She did not, she would not, and she said so. When the president tried to take matters into his own hands, so to speak, judo chop. When the Secret Service goons come rushing in, chop, 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 chop. You're saying one woman took out the president and the Secret Service men. That's what I'm saying. Of course, if you're the Secret Service, it's a lot less embarrassing to say Breezy Blue never even showed up. So, what do you think? I think I could learn a thing or two about judo from Breezy Blue. I mean, do you believe Saul? Do you? I believe the Secret Service would hold a grudge if a couple of their guys got the judo chop. Possibly. Enough to mess with a Buick Riviera. Of course, the Corsfjord couldn't have been happy either. I'm sure it soured the Big Knubbig's relationship with the President. Liz, there's something else. These phone calls we've been getting... They're still coming in? Yeah. And they all sound pretty much the same. Here's the latest. Quit sticking your sweet nose for a dozen long, Miss Sigler, or I swear it will be good night, nurse. Doesn't that sound like Saul's imitation of the big Knubbig? You know, sort of... Swedish? It was time to get Todd Bjorkman back on the phone. I had new questions, and I was determined to get some answers. Can we keep this brief? I... Half mountains to climb. In Duluth, Minnesota. Tick-tock clocks ticking. Fine. Are you affiliated with the modern-day Coors Fjord? I can neither confirm or deny that such an organization still exists. You're being evasive. Was that a question? Here's one. Any idea why the Coors Fjord might not want me to learn the reason Breezy Blue disappeared? That would be a question for the Coors Fjord. If they still exist. Let's go another route. You're aware your papa gave Breezy Blue a candy apple red Buick Riviera. Mother was aware of it. 
Allegedly. Let's go back 50 years. Do you think the Coors Fjord might have tampered with the car? Maybe threw in a monkey wrench just to give Breezy a scare? Show her who's boss? I have no idea what the Coors Fjord might have done with the alleged car. But even if they did, as you say, throw in a monkey wrench, and of course, this is purely speculative, how could it have affected Breezy Blue? How do you mean? She didn't have a driver's license. Papa always sent a service to pick her up for shows. The Riviera was just to show off how much money he had. Allegedly. It was their little inside joke. Breezy Blue didn't have the first clue how to drive a car. I thought getting some answers would mean getting some sleep. Turns out the opposite is true. Thank God for Ambien. Didn't you already take... Th Are you a doctor, Glenn? No. Are you a pharmacist? I'm your friend. You're my producer. Well, that was more cruel than necessary. Every podcast, we ask, what the f*** happened to Breezy Blue? This week, we finally got answers. Answers that only led to more questions. Was the Scandinavian mafia behind the disappearance of Breezy Blue? Or was it the Secret Service? Why would Norwegian mobsters leave phone messages threatening to catch my beard in a letterbox? And why did JFK cheat on poor Jackie? She deserved better. And so did Breezy Blue. We think we know celebrities because of the parts they play. A woman sings sexy songs, that must mean she's down for anything. Or as it turns out, we don't know them at all. Then there's the candy apple red Buick Riviera. If Breezy Blue didn't know how to drive, how did her car make it from Minnesota to California? How did it end up on the side of a cliff? Was it her inexperience? Or was someone else driving? And if that's the case, are you out there, Breezy Blue? What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue is produced by Glenn Mazera and me, Liz Ziegler. Good job, Liz. Ira Glass still isn't returning our calls. Support for What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue comes from Seat Freak. To rest your posterior, there's nothing superior to Seat Freak. What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue is a production of Midwest of the Americas Radio. If you liked this episode of What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue, please share it with a friend. If you haven't already, please subscribe and review. It really makes a difference.